You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. On BGN Radio, the great BGN Radio, we are debuting a new show. You might know me, Seamus Clancy, from From the Bleachers on BGN Radio and BleedingGreenNation.com. But now I am joined by a legendary, dare I say, <laughs> figure in the Philadelphia sports online community world. Oh, man. You definitely know who he is. Tweets by Zoe. Zoe, my man, my fellow prepper. I'm excited to do this. I don't have a podcast with a guest currently. Running solo and from the bleachers. Had dog on today. <laughs> but somehow, this is the person I'm most excited to talk to today. Zoe, you excited for this? Dude, um... I'm beyond excited, man. I, I know uh, a little little background for our, our soon-to-be faithful listeners. Uh, we've been talking about something like this forever, um, yeah. so I'm I'm super pumped that we got a chance to to finally put it together. You know, shout out to to BGN, um, shout out to you, shout out to everybody who was just like, yeah, you're gonna do awesome on that show. So, um, oh yeah, man, let's let's fucking let's get to it. So what I saw, Eagles opened up. We're going to do some gambling stuff, kind of a gambling-focused show with the name, but me and Zoe, there's going to be a lot of BS and shooting the ball <laughs> and kind of discussing, like, Philly culture, too, in terms of what, you know, get that fan response from Twitter and stuff like that, too. It's doing a little bit of everything. What do you think this weekend? Eagles opened up home underdogs, which seems to happen way too often here. Yeah. And opened up with a line of plus three and a half, which I think is, like, Whenever you see a home team plus three and a half, like you have to hop on that. It's already the line's already dropped to plus three. So I think yeah. people might have been hammering it. Yeah. And early vibe, and it goes based off that line, because I feel like that's an Eagles line. And if it's someone they're they're hammering the Eagles, so we'll see what that means. But just see today on Twitter, it's announced for Saturday. 49ers fans are doing a trip to the art museum, Minnesota Vikings 38 to 7 style. Um I, I all I can do is laugh. I laugh so hard. One because it's like how how many times do we have to tell people though like this is not the city to mess with with that kind of stuff. Like I know sometimes we get carried away with the Rocky stuff and the Rocky Step stuff. Um, but I don't care about the Rocky Steps. I care about like the the, dis, the, the sheer disrespect. Yeah, I, like, I mean the, I love Rocky, the, but I don't give a, give a damn like, about the yeah, steps. Like, I mean, the sheer the sheer like the the party atmosphere, we're going to the Rocky Steps, like that's just utter disrespect. So unfortunately, unfortunately for us, we just gotta come out and punch you in the mouth on Sunday. Um and also I think they're so their fans are also riding a little high because uh because of that win last week. But let's let's be it's a moral loss. I was gonna say it's a one, it's a moral loss because you let them come all the way back. Um also thanks to our fellow prepper DeAndre Swift. Uh, who got me some got me some points uh, with a huge touchdown run? Um, and second of all, like they just they didn't look that good. 
Like, no, I, don't, I, I sincerely thought the Lions are the worst team, at least the worst in NFC. I think they actually might be worse than the Texans. Yeah. All no, no bullshit. All, all, all bullshit. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, they might be. They they don't look that good at all. Like DeAndre's going to be the bell cow. Like bless his heart, he's it, it's going to be a long season for him because that that team they don't look good. It might be one of those running back seasons where he has 13, 1,400 yards and they win three games. And he's everyone who plays fantasy football adores him, but no one actually yeah. <laughs> knows who he is because he's stuck in Detroit. Yeah, which we've seen with a lot of stars there over the years. Shout out Megatron. Yeah. I'm thinking about going on Saturday. I bought a portable mic this summer when the Sixers were still good. Like I was yeah. going to try to like hit up, like sit like around city hall or something and walk around yeah. and interview people. Might have to take a bus down there to the right down spring garden, the art museum. That's not what the vibe is. It's going to be really nice on uh, Saturday too. Oh, Christ, crisis actor. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, show up with a um, I show up with like crutches already. Uh, I'm gonna say show up with uh with crutches and a um a big ass fake bandage on your forearm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Got the neck roll like I'm in court yeah, for like, an I'm accident. Just, I'm, just, yo, I'm trying to see what's up. I'm just checking the site, seeing what's going on. They won't even they won't, <laughs> they won't suspect a thing. Be, be like, at what point Sunday do you think? What time do you think you will realize this was a bad idea? Oh. T- <laughs> 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 well, they don't. So that's it's always funny to me um, when when out of towners realize how just how nuts and, and football crazy and sports crazy in general our city is because they'll always the first thing they do when they get interviewed is say like, oh yeah, they're serious about their sports. Like other cities are serious. Like shout out to them. My, my brother in law lives in Chicago. Um, and Chicago's obviously huge. the cold cities get it. Like I think the yeah. Northeast, Boston, the Philly gets it, yeah. and Chicago's the same way. But otherwise, it's it's just yeah. a different. It's not the same. Not yeah, you're chilling. I get fit. If I live somewhere where it was where it was 80 degrees on Christmas, I can't say I would care about who's playing on Christmas Day. Like I, I would be. I'd be at the beach. Yeah, Capelli yeah. moved to San Diego and is just quit Twitter. He just no, just living the just life quit, there. Quit Twitter. I mean, just the ultimate act of one. He, he has the ultimate IG now. I love him to death. His IG is great. He's growing. Um, I think he's. He's growing plants and vegetables and shit. I mean, he's just living the life. And congrats him, a newlywed. So newlywed um, too. Yeah, the dude is just living. I think he, uh, I think he ushered the Sixers out of his life. He's truly living the dream. I thought him quitting Sixers Twitter and then getting the ones he was like, oh, because he quit and moved, right? <laughs> he win now. We, we were had season tickets during the process, and I was like, oh, he him like disassociating is what's going to actually. Make them win. So I had I had season tickets during during the process. I thought we all did, right? We all, I think we all had we all had. I, I was uh, I was making you know twenty dollars a week or whatever in college, and I could still afford the season tickets. Yeah, so right. Like Eleven bucks at the I was at the at the infancy of my marketing career, and I was like, yeah, how can I afford season tickets and still be paying all my bills? So I was like, fuck it, whatever, I'll go. So. Um, I when they when they finally got the one C right, I was like, damn, maybe all those years are finally worth it. And then, <sighs> jokes. On it turns us. out they weren't. It turns well, out they, they weren't. weren't. Turns <laughs> out <laughs> jokes on Whatever. Thirteen days to training camp. Did you hit any bets this past weekend? It's a shame I got my girlfriend Ashley. She doesn't like. She makes some money. She'll do those free bets where. 
that it had to be in the season where it's like, oh, the, the buck spreads plus 74 if you bet $50. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll just run with that money. Shout so she made some money off that. Um, oh, I had like two or three hit. I hit. I took – what did you get? Um, so I hit one that I'm super proud of. It was in the – um, Ravens and the Ravens and Raiders game, which was nuts. If everybody okay. said that, um, so I hit the over on Lamar Jackson's passing. It was two fourteen. I hit the over on that. I hit the over on his rushing. It was seventy five and a half. Okay, Marquise Brown. Thank you, Hollywood. I hit the over on his receiving yards. That was um, seventy five too, wasn't it? It was fifty two. Fifty two and a half. Fifty two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I hit the over on Darren Waller's receiving yards. Um, who their their best their best offensive player probably. Um, and I hit the over on uh, Henry Ruggs the third's receiving yards. That was thirty eight and a half. Shout um, out to the Bama boys. Like I was yeah, like I was telling um, my buddy before I hopped on Lamar's uh, passing yards like hit like kind of late like right before overtime. So that was the one that did it for me. It was a, that was a good that was a great opening week. Opening weekend last year, I did so shitty. I don't hit, I didn't hit anything, dude. That was that was really really fun though. That was the first time I had an NFL bet. I think since I guess like Hertz first or second start, I smashed his rushing yards. <laughs> it was like yeah. the first start against the Saints. He had like one hundred two or one hundred eight or something. And it was fifty seven and a half. That's obviously the one all Eagles fans are probably gonna like have yeah. fun with this year. That's the most fun yeah. you could bet if you have a fun rushing quarterback. And I've yeah. kind of been monitoring it for it opened for week one at 39 and a half, which was outrageous on DraftKings. Yeah. Uh, by the time the game started, it was at 49 and a half. So it jumped. I think people jumped on that. It finished with 62. This week, I saw it open at 49 and a half on DraftKings, got to 50 and a half at one point, now back down to 48 and a half. He didn't run necessarily as much as I thought he was going to. There was yeah, less design he, runs. I think yeah. I think it's a conscious decision for him and the coaching staff. They want him to throw more. But I don't think it's in the way that, you know, Donovan McNabb went out of his way to be a pocket quarterback. He didn't want to be associated as a runner. I think it speaks to his development as a passer. And they know third and six, third and seven, when things go to hell, he can go out and get nine, ten yards and pick up the first down, which he did a couple different times. Yeah. That he's just cruising as a passer right now, though. And, and when I feel like when 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 he's that confident, there's no reason to to stir anything, right? So like yeah. he was his pocket was clean for most not all the game. The, the offensive line was was incredible. I mean that pass the the touchdown pass to to Goddard like uh, Baldy. I don't know if you saw Baldy's breakdown. It was oh yeah, the greatest pass he he threw all game. But even then, like his pocket, he had a clean pocket. He hit his reads properly. I mean he stepped up. And just fucking hit a dot. Um, so when he's, I mean, when he's throwing like that, like, I, I don't even care. Like, just keep passing it. And and then the good thing, though, and the, re- the reason one, the reason why you're comfortable with him, and, and and two, the reason why you're comfortable with 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 taking that bet is all it takes is one one missed block, and he's got a jet, and it's a forty yard run. You know what I mean? Like when you're running quarterback, that. That always exists. That threat is always there. So, like, if somebody gets loose, which happens, it's the NFL. So, if somebody gets loose and and I got to burn, I may hit it for thirty five, or I may hit it for twenty, or it may be it may turn out to be a drive where they're blitzing three in a row. 
So, you know, we got to we got to check down. We got to jet a couple of times. I've I'm, I'm run on that drive alone for 40 yards. So, like, that yeah. that kind of stuff is going to happen with some, with a quarterback who is comfortable on his, with, his, with using his feet. I was wondering if what his rushing touchdown total was going to look like this year because a lot of bets I saw for him were total touchdown bets before this yeah. season. And I could have seen it. He's not as good as a runner of either of these two guys, but stylistically – He's more Cam Newton than Lamar Jackson. He doesn't have that oh, elus- yeah, elusiveness yeah. and quickness. He's yeah. more – while he's fast, obviously, he's a little bit more stronger, not as big as Cam, obviously, but more in that physical role. So I thought it could yeah. be a situation where he gets six or seven rushing touchdowns. I don't yeah. know if they're going to use him as much as a runner in the red zone as I thought because I think when he excels as a passer, like you see with a lot of mobile quarterbacks – is when he's kind of on the run rolling out and the play like he found Goddard for in that touchdown. That's a situation where you think he might tuck and run, but it seems to me that might be his best use as a passer overall. And they're going to use the running backs. I mean, Kenny Gainwell had a red zone touchdown. The, you know, we thought he might be the third or fourth string running back. And he's, he's definitely the number two, man. I love yeah. him. I, I love him. He's confident. He runs hard, too. I think the proper the proper mix of him and Booby is – is really really fun to watch. I love both. They both run really really hard. But there's they're also Miles ran good. Miles ran good. I mean they're definitely different. Yep. I thought when Miles got his touches. Yep. And, 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 man, it's 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 also just refreshing to see a uh, offense that's as balanced as they were. You know, like the Hawks, the Atlanta's defense is fucking awful, but they yep. they still were off. They were off kilter. They didn't know what was coming. And when they knew what was coming, they still couldn't stop it. Like that's that's the sign of an offense that's going to be really good. Yeah, and I think I kind of talked about something from the bleachers this week. But what I love about Gainwell, besides his own skill and talent, is that it's actually going to make Miles better. Because yeah. you saw in the fourth quarter, and they're killing that clock. That defense stunk, but they're still they're even more gassed in that fourth quarter because of how the offense is playing. So Miles gashed them in the fourth quarter. And then they're not even just talking about the fourth quarter of specific games. When it comes to the fourth quarter of this season itself, that last month where they're reeling off, what is it, four straight NFC East games, maybe yep. the weather's kind of crappy. He's going to be pounding the rock. They're still going to have game one involved. I love the – the what I liked about Sirianni, and I think this is uh, consensus, is it seems like he has confidence in his players to do their specific roles. Yeah. You know, Gainwell, really his first time in NFL was like, you're our two-minute running back. And this is probably you're going to be your role all season, and you might get even more than that. I can see by halfway point of the season, he's the main third down running back overall. Um, I I think I I loved it. I just love the execution, the the play, Um, the play calling, and just something about the specific play design, just the philosophy and energy that he brought with him. It feels more like 2017 than 2018, 2019, or 2020. That doesn't mean the Super Bowl team, but. They won the first game of the year in 2018 and 2019. I don't think any of us felt the kind of feeling and vibe we've had for the last week. And you sit on the field. When those players are doing group celebrations, yeah, that's a sign things are on a different that. level than you realize. That defensive line kicking yeah. the door down reminds me of them doing the slide against the 49ers, coincidentally. Okay. Stuff like that yeah. where – Good vibes right now, and it's, it's all due to Sirianni and Hurts, I think. I, and I, and uh, an equal the other parts. thing is, like, so I said this about um, – I said this about Doc Rivers, but I, I feel like 
they look like they're having fun, right? Like they look like they look yes. like they're doing their jobs, but they all look like they're having fun doing their jobs. And like you can tell that Sirianni puts that into them. Like, yo, I trust you. I trust you guys to do your job. So let's go just have fun. And I feel like the when I was writing about um the Sixers once and I was saying, you know, sometimes it doesn't look like they're having fun. I, I, and I put a lot of that on the coach and his staff. Oh, yeah. like, it like it doesn't look like they're having a good time doing what they're doing. Right. And like, yeah, it's your job. Like you should also be able to have fun with it because it's a fun thing to do. So I, I, I'm, I'm also one of those people. Like I love a coach who, who commands the room, but also tries to players. Um, and I feel like after this, after just this first game, you can tell what kind of trust they have in him, what kind of, what kind of trust that he has in them. Like I, I, I love knowing that like if they need it, they can probably go down and get seven instead of having to settle for three. Like they're running gun. Yes. I'm I am a I I know I told you this before, but I am two T a running gun guy. Absolutely. I hate I hate ground and pound. I'm like I'm so I hate slow offenses in basketball and I hate slow offenses in football. I want to let's run till our fucking shoes are on fire. Like I, I, I hate this like, team has speed everywhere. That's what I'm. I love. I love. Love. Love yeah. running and it, man. Let's just just go. Let's everybody everywhere. We're just going. We got we got hogs up front and everything else takes care of itself with the speed guys. Saw this, you're kind of talking about earlier on DraftKings. They have a prop for two Eagles players for a longest rush. They have Miles and same number, Miles and Jalen both over 15 and a half. I'm almost positive they both did that. I know Miles did, and I think Jalen did as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the Jalen one. It's minus, it's minus 115 for Jalen and minus 105 for Miles. Yeah, I like the Jalen one too. I like, it, I, I like it for both of them. I like it for both of them, yeah. really. Yeah, and I'm not saying they're both it. having a hundred buck fifty, but they're gonna break off runs with this offensive line like that. I definitely think so. So uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, um, but Mayada versus, um, you know, Bosa. I, I, Bosa, Bosa is going to be a battle of the Titans. So like, you know, my I think Mayada is going to more than hold his own, but he's also probably gonna, you know, he's gonna. Maybe struggle once or twice. So, yeah. like we said, all it takes is one for one play to break down, and you know, Jalen might be out for 15, 20. Um, I would definitely take that. I would take that. I would also take. Um, I would also take Miles gunning one for 20, 25 yards. He's he does that. I I think that's the other thing too about him. Like he's a he is a steady runner, but he also since Penn State, he's been he's been a guy who could break off. 15, 20. He's a 30. home run hitter for a running back. He's a he's a, a steady home run hitter. He's a guy who um he works out with other like running backs of his of his size and stature. He's and he's he's strong as shit. So he's tough to bring down. So I definitely I, I would definitely take both of those. One I'm interested in, and we talked about it, speed, running gun. And we saw Jalen do it last season in his four starts. We saw him do it this summer. It seemed like his greatest weakness or greatest strength, I should say, as a passer was airing it out downfield. And we really didn't see that in week one. Maybe part of it was Syria and I didn't call that. Maybe yeah, yeah, Jalen yeah. missed those throws and yeah. settled for something underneath. Just the 
you know, took what the defense gave him. Right, yeah. But I thought a shot downfield to Quez specifically would have maybe been his play on first and second down in the first offensive yeah. drive. They did throw to Quez a, a couple times on those quick little bubble screens, and they were pretty effective. It led them to yeah. go downfield and score that touchdown that pass to Smith. So we did see Quez get involved early that game. And we saw in the preseason game, the one he did play, when they're at their own two-yard line or whatever it was, they gunned it to him, trying to go deep. And Jalen's the one who missed him. Quez, Quez was open. Yeah. So I they wonder really if it's like another. They, um, they they like him on those bubble screens yeah. and those short outs. Because he go, like, he's got he's got very quick feet. Like Quez, Quez gets it, and he's out. he's out. Like, you're not – there's no – he's not bullshitting when he gets the ball. He takes that, and then he's – peace. Um, yeah, he might have two catches for 45 yards or something. <laughs> right. Because his longest reception is set at 15 and a half. And whether yeah. that's a first drive bubble screen that goes for 20 yards or it's a bomb that goes for 64 yards, yeah. I feel like he's either getting that all in one play or he's not getting any catches. Right. Like he's it's it's a he's he's all or nothing. And I like sometimes those times he's been missed, it's been it's been Jalen's fault, which is which is fine. You yeah. Know, we're working that stuff out. Um, yeah, but he's a guy who he's another quick home run guy. Like I, I, he he gets it, and then all of a sudden he makes one person miss, which you need to do on those screens, and then it's see you later. Um, but I, he's a Was guy. He gonna, is he going to? Do you think he'll get fly for doing that this year? I hope he does. I think like <laughs> take the penalty for the take the take the vibes and take the penalty. That's what I'm. Yo, I'm. I love that. I love. Me a little bit. I, I I like a lot of. If stuff. you don't want to get taunted, don't get shown up to begin with. Look, listen. What do we say? You don't want to lose by fifty. Don't lose by fifty. Don't let us score. Like exactly. I I tell I tell kids I talk to in high school that I tell anybody that like you don't want to get taunted, then don't let us in the end zone. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. What we got here. Jake Elliott kicking point six and a half. If, you, if you're betting on the kicker stuff, I, I don't know what you're doing. Maybe it's – I don't know what it's looking like. Yeah, I'm sorry. But that just seems like – Jake Elliott went to high school with a couple of my college friends. Maybe they're the people who are going to take it. Jake yeah, Elliott maybe, sort of cl you, like, close you know, friend of the program, Jake Elliott. Close, close friend of the program, as we say, Jake Elliott. But I, I don't know if – yeah, I, I – if you're betting the kicker, we, we got to have a conversation. <laughs> Someone got mad at me that I on Twitter that I I bet the Eagles money line in like the like the second preseason game because I was going there. I was like you must have real problems. And it was like, dude, it, it's I took the Eagles money line for like ten dollars in a preseason game because I haven't been able to bet on them in a year. It's fine. Did see this is all on on DraftKings as well that hurts originally his passing and rushing yards combo number earlier in the day. I think I tweeted it out when I'm recording this on Thursday night. Right before Thursday night football kicks off, yeah. fast Washington, New York, is it started at two eighty three and a half, which I was into, bumped yeah. to two eighty seven and a half. Yep. Do you think? Do you think he can go for three hundred this game? Because he did it last year, and is it a situation where they're home and Sirianni? I feel like has such a sense of awareness of his players, his talent. The city and fan base as well, and that's easy pandering. But he knows he's yeah. going into. They did a little hype video today, a mini hype video. They know what they're walking into building. If they get the ball, the first possession, they get their touchback. They're at the twenty-five, ready to roll. Oh yeah, roll out, read option, roll out, whatever you want to say it is. Yo, and he's 
he's the pandering king. The 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 second. It's so second. easy to pander. It's so the easy great, to pander. The greatest is is obviously Bryce Harper. Shout out to Bryce uh, and then Sirianni, and then like yeah, like it's so easy to pander to us, man. Which is <laughs> well, well, we'll get into this another part. Well, we don't we don't need. We don't need to talk about him. I think yeah, we know who we're talking about. about. We don't need to talk we, about yeah, that. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. But we're so easy to, to pan it to. But you're right. That first play, a la, you know, Vic and Deshaun versus Washington, their rollout, yeah. and it's a straight bomb. Like, it doesn't even – you know what? Like, for me, it doesn't even have to complete, but just try it. Like, the, literally, first play of offense, just fucking chuck Get a pass interference call or anything. You know? yeah, so I, I, I don't even care. Like you said, like, get take a, take a, a taunting penalty. Let's just let it rip. It's going to be 86 degrees Sunday, not a cloud in the sky. The the, the link is going to be raucous. His long completions at 36 and a half minus 120. That feels pretty fair. I think that's a fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'll take that. That's fair. I don't I don't know if I hit that, but I think that's a pretty fair number. Yeah, I think that's fair for me. I'll take that. Completions, 19 and a half. Hmm. I don't know. What did he throw? Did he throw 27? Is that what it was this past week? Yeah, it was 27, yeah. 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 I mean, he's not going to complete 77 passes every game. He was – no, he had 27 completions. That's what it was, not passes, on 35 attempts. Yeah. So he's like – yeah, that's a – I mean, that's – I like that, though. I don't feel like he threw, like, that much. I think that's safe. I'll take that. Yeah, the odds aren't as great as like the under or Jimmy G over and under. It's minus one twenty five. Mm, so yeah. Not the greatest odds in the world. It's not that. the not the best, but still, I still would, I still would fuck with it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you could throw like in the same game parlay as one of your like third or fourth things, that feels like the fun thing to do rather than just taking that straight off. I will do. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think we see Miles as a reader much. That was Gainwell, really, and yeah. you never know if they're going to use. I don't. I don't think Boston Scott got an offensive snap. Could be a mistake. Nope. He may have gotten some special teams reps. Now you got some. Like, like I know Rager was back there, but like sometimes he's still he's the one who should be back there. Like the putting Smith back there is insane, but he needs to instill some confidence in the team, or maybe I should just say the fans. That they're comfortable having back in. But that's what I also I talked about this a couple of times this weekend. Um, I feel like I've done this is my third podcast today. I've worn the same shirt, same glasses the whole time. I don't want people to think I own one shirt. I bought this shirt specifically like two days ago for the Dawkins podcast. So it's the first time I'm wearing it, and it looks like I wear it every day. <laughs> Shout out to B Dog. I know that was that was dope, man. I, I got I finished almost all of it. That was dope. Yeah, so the regular uh touchdown at the end of the game. I thought that was huge for a guy whose confidence was all over the place as a rookie. Yeah. Kind of oh, yeah. didn't go in the greatest situation. Definitely had some issues with adjusting to the fan base. Um, you know, kind of one of those it's good and bad at the same time things. Thank you, Harry. Oh, all right. We got we want a guest on the show. Our first guest. We have our first guest. You have a first Amari. guest. Of- Amari came in. Here, I love it. Our first. That's what I was wondering. Uh, Miles was for combined rushing and receiving yards was over eighty nine and a half. I don't really like that. Yeah, um, I don't really know. He, I think he rushed for he rushed for seventy nine. I think on 
But I, I think it's too early to kind of get on him and see what he's doing as a receiver because we just saw the one game. We saw yeah. Gainwell out there. We don't know if that's going to be the norm for Gainwell. Is he going to end up playing more because he showcased so much? Does Sirianni yeah. love him because it, it feels like he might be more of his guy because he's a newcomer rather than when Miles was kind of a holdover yeah. from the previous regime? And I think that that's that's a that's an interesting point because I think that maybe they were the first rule of game well was let's just see what he has and now that we saw what he has you like, know what he has now right now we know what he has let's shit let's 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 ride that horse as long as we can so I, I I'm not sure how many I'm not sure how much you can depend on the the two RB system but I'm a fan of it I think you should preserve them as much as you can. Exactly. Um, so I, I I think that it's a it's a nice it's a nice steady um steady steady chance. If you're gonna take one chance, that's probably the one I take. Yeah. I don't hate having Bosco as the third guy if something happens to either yeah. of them too. And he's, I think he's <laughs> you're not gonna rank third running backs, but for an RB three, you know, you could get by with him as RB two, RB three, especially behind those two guys who I think even now for Gainwell already is a starting quality running back right. in this league. And right. Miles definitely is. Uh Right. They have depth at a lot of places on offense. The line itself, with yeah. Dickerson coming back, you don't know where he's going to be playing. Even if we wrote about this today on BGN uh, for our mailbag, I don't even know if he necessarily needs to get inserted in the lineup yet. Let him yeah, get those reps in practice. And, you know, the obvious replacements for, say, Amalu, but he was PFF's number two pass blocker this week. I thought he looked okay. I thought he looked but okay. But I can see them. Yeah, I can see them making that switch if Stalin likes them that much. But it's a good, I hate the. The phrase, it's a good problem to have. You shouldn't say that. It's good to have depth. It's good to have starting quality players behind your starters because you know injuries are going to pile up. You have it at tight end. Ertz was a little banged up, but I think he was a full participant in practice today. Again, recording this on Thursday night. And you see the tight end and the running back and the offensive line. And, frankly, quarterback, too. And it's a 17-game season, dude. Like, it's the, the stakes have changed. Um, you know, we saw, again, this, we're recording this on Thursday night, but yesterday we saw that they gave um, you know half the half the a lot of the veterans got the day off, um, and then ironically the same day we found out that um, Demarcus Lawrence broke his foot in practice. So like, yeah. it, dude, it's never a bad thing to give to give guys the day off in in preparation for for game week or just in general. Man, there's I mean we only see what they let us see, but the the amount yeah. of stuff that they put their bodies through. And the amount of reps that they do, you know, in like in preparation just for a game is ridiculous. So, you know, I know there's a, a lot of people, um, you know, mentioned, you know, why are they getting a day off, why are they showing up on the injury report, but let them rest, man. You got you got to get it in when you can. Like I, I feel like it's it's just one of those things where, you know, you gotta you gotta understand like the guys you have guys on your team who aren't spring chickens anymore. So, you know, guys like DG. And Fletch need a day off. Give him a day off. Like, who cares? Like, I, just, I just want him fresh for Sunday. Yeah. Finish up. That's how we should finish up the show. What are you taking the Eagles Sunday? You doing money line? You doing plus three? You taking San Francisco money line, San Francisco minus three? One bet I took, and I'll probably do something this weekend once we get more prop bets up there and you're able to do same game parlays on FanDuel. Yeah. I took on Fox bet. I had like five bucks in there from one of those, you know, free BS bets on there that I got. Yeah. I had I took a it wasn't necessarily an adjusted spread, but a margin of victory. I took them plus eight seventy five. So it was like they had five dollars in my account. So it ended up being for forty eight bucks, thirteen plus margin of victory. I don't yeah. think that's impossible. 
Like, obviously, I think plus three and a half, if you got that plus three and a half, I think that's the soundest bet you could have made all week across any football game, whether it's college or the pros. Plus three is a little bit more wonky. So we'll see about that. Yeah. Um, But I like the plus eight. I took the the 13. I think taking the money line is definitely the move. I'm I'm a huge money line proponent. So my one bet Sunday is definitely going to be birds money line. Um, and a bunch of, I mean, I'll do a bunch of prop stuff, but starting off, I'm definitely laying. I think I have like 10 bucks laying around in my in my Fox bet thing. So I'll take them and take the money line for sure, though. That's where I'm starting everything at. Yeah. So we're looking, I'm looking at this on DraftKings right now, Thursday night. They're plus 135 money line. So like 10 bucks to win, 13 bucks. You're getting money on that one. Yeah. So yeah. I'm into that. Take Eagles. They have some alternate spreads on FanDuel. Get Eagles minus three, plus two fifty. I like Eagles uh, minus two and a half, plus one seventy. I think I'd rather like take that. that than Eagles money line. Yeah, you know what? I stand corrected. I like that. I like that better. I like sure. that too. Um, yeah. Closing up. That went well. Yeah, I thought that went really well, dude. And I have, that was cool. Um, this is um, this is really, really, really quick for all of our college football hits. Speaking of oh, money line. Yeah, I'm throw them too. out there. Throw your college picks. Right? I don't have any so, right now. So let me see. I have three, I have three big, three okay. ones. I'll take. So my my three straight money lines. I'm taking PSU over um, Auburn. I'm taking Bama over uh, Florida, and I'm taking Virginia Tech over West Virginia. Um, are those spreads or money line parlay? Or what you're money, line, um, okay. money line parlay. So um, again, PSU, Bama, Virginia Tech. Who's PSU playing? They're playing Auburn. In Happy oh, yeah, Valley. In, in Happy, Happy Valley. Valley. Okay. Huge weekend, yeah. So is Auburn, Auburn's our favorite? Or is Auburn favorite? I think Auburn's favorite, yeah. Let me check it. Yeah. yeah I know Auburn. PSU's probably ranked higher. Yeah. They're getting their inching of top 10. Yeah. They're, uh, if, this, if they win Saturday, or they should. They should at least get them close to the top 10. I mean, they look Who's they look Tech really playing? Uh, they're playing West Virginia. Um, oh yeah, so that's like a that's a big thing for them though too. So yeah, those three games are are juicy. You know, I don't. Think yeah. you, neither of us are like we don't have a college football team. I feel like you probably don't. You know, like you have affinity for certain things. I know yeah. you were riding with Georgia for a little bit. You know, yeah. I was riding with Oregon yeah. when shit was there. Um, but those are three types of games. If you're kind of an agnostic college football fan. Yeah. It'd be an absolute blast to go to, and it's just you know, you, you buy a shirt in a parking lot forever, whoever the home team is, and you root for yeah. Them. Like, I'm like, if I was going to, if I was going to the, the Vitek game, I'd buy a, a Vitek shirt in the yeah, up into the parking lot, whatever. It's just done and done. Shout out to Ryan, yeah, shout out to, shout out to our guy, Ryan. <laughs> All right, any other nuggets you got? Um, that's it, man. Um our alma mater is playing tomorrow night at Franklin Field. Actually, um, if the weather is uh, is nice, yeah, I have a plan to go. But it's 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 weather dependent, right? Now. Yeah, it's supposed to supposed to rain. It's supposed to be crappy tomorrow. But um, good luck. Who to are them. they playing? They're, they're playing Gonzaga Prep. I think it's Gonzaga Prep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gonzaga. They're both so both nationally ranked. Should be a really good one. Um, so good luck. Shout out to them. Shout out to our guys. Um, so yeah, if you guys are around, definitely check it out. But uh, but yeah, this is us, man. You know we are we're gonna have a fun, a fun season. We're gonna talk a lot of birds, a lot of betting. 
um, and, and help you find, hopefully, find some ways to win some money. On this, I got to come with the college lines next week. I was unprepared for that. No, nah, I'll, 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 I'll you check want, out the lines. Maybe you do the college lines and I just tail. Yeah, that works. And then if I lose, I blame you. It's cool. Done and done. My little brother does the same thing, so that works for me. All right. You can follow us on Twitter, obviously. If you're listening to this and you like it, I'm sure you might already do that. I'm at Seamus underscore Clancy. Zoe, the great Zoe, at tweets underscore by underscore Zoe. You already followed, so why am I even saying this? <laughs> That's it for us. Obviously, leave a review, subscribe. I know the names change on every podcast platform. I checked this week because I was gassing up yeah. Dawkins' PR person. When I checked on Monday or Tuesday, this was the 52nd sports podcast on the Apple charge. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And shout out, like, I'm not just guessing ourselves off. I'm, like, shouting out the, the listeners for the downloads yeah, and listens and subscribes. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And That's obviously those numbers aren't – obviously we have quality that yeah. people listen, but those numbers are thanks yeah. to those people out there. So I want to shout out that. all the listeners. Yeah, and if you're giving this new show on the network, as well as all the great shows, we have so much content this year. Yeah, I appreciate it. Let's keep building. Shout out to the whole gang, man. Appreciate everybody, everybody's support. Um, you know, everyone who listens, downloads, our you know, folks who, who tune in and, uh, you know, listen to us, talk our shit. We, we love all you guys. Price just went up, baby. <sighs> Big time. Big time.